want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? So can you believe? You will seek honor one from another. Seek honor one from another. We want people to know. You're too beautiful to go to church. You are too scholarly. You are too scholarly to work in the house of God. You are too scholarly to be a pastor, to be a leader. Too much. How can you believe? Where do you want your name to appear? In the books of men, on the books of God. Lots problems. I want to show you something. Lots problems that we won't look at him today. Lots problems started from Abraham. Abraham caused lots problems. I'll show you. Genesis 12. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, I mean, we know from Genesis chapter 1, now the Lord has said to Abraham, now Abraham has received the... He has received the instruction from God and he's, 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 he's moved. But there was a problem. Abraham caused Lot's issue. You'll see it in a bit. So that we all guard against becoming a lot. Yeah? We all guard against becoming a lot. Following Abraham and ending up in a cave. You can follow the right person and end up the wrong way. Verse 7, and the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land, and there builded he an altar. Now look at something. Unto the Lord who builded he an altar, unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Okay? And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent. Uh, uh, pay attention to pitch his tent. And pitched his tent, having Bethel on the West and high on the east. Pay attention to that. He pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abraham journeyed, going on still toward the south. And there was famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt. Hold on. God didn't ask him to go there. Clearly, you see that Abraham didn't go this, to this place because he had a divine instruction. He went there because he was hungry. What hunger has made people sell him? Remember in the Bible, two women boiled their son. Hunger. Hunger. Do you know what your son represents? Your son is your extension. That's your future. When you're not around, there's something of you that is still alive. I mean, the people were able to destroy their future because they were hungry. Abraham saw famine all the while Abraham received instruction from God. He moves. Received instruction from God. And you can see clearly that, and there was something in the land. Not the Lord said to Abraham. Are you following me? Okay, follow me. He says, and there was famine in the land, and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. Look, there are some people, where they are in their life, the choices they are making, the things they are doing, is because of famine. God never sent them there. It's because of a challenge. So, there was famine in the land and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. Now remember, in the time of Isaac, 
There was famine in the land. When he was about to move, God told him, don't go. His father had made the same mistake. He went to Egypt. Famine took him to Egypt. Look at something. Verse 11. And it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarah his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. I mean, not fair like color fair like is. It means that you are a beautiful woman, okay? Therefore, it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save, save thee alive. Understand? Women get away with a lot of things. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. So, something is going on over here because of the next verse. And it came to us that when Abraham was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld a woman that she was very fair. The prince also of Pharaoh saw her and commanded her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abraham well for her sake. And he had sheep and oxen and he, and he asses and made servants and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why says thou, She is my sister, so I might have taken her to me to wife? Now therefore, behold thy wife. Take her and go thy way. <laughs> and Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. Okay, so I think we'll go to, by this time we are at Genesis chapter 13. So remember that Abraham has gone to Egypt. Sarah is with him, and Lot is also with him. Go to Genesis chapter 13. And Abraham went out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. Are you seeing now? So Abraham was there, Sarah was there, Lot was there. He said, now they went out of Egypt. Because of what was going on now, they decided to now go out of Egypt. Verse 3. To let you know what was going on. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and I. Are you seeing? What has he done? Come on. What has he just done? What has he just done? Okay. Let me show you what he has just done. Verse 3 again. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel. Remember that in Genesis chapter 12, he built an altar in Bethel. He pitched a tent at, between Bethel and High. So, this was his altar. So, when he came out of Egypt from the famine, the first thing he went was that he went back to his first love. He went where he called upon the name of the Lord. He went back to Bethel. He went back to where he had pitched the tent. Verse 4. Unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. Remember I said he has gone back to his first love. Because now he had left where he was to Egypt. And Egypt is a type of the world. So he had left and he has gone into the world. After all the things that happened to him, he went back 
and he repented. He has gone back to the altar where he called upon the name of the Lord. When there was famine, that is what he should have done. And there, Abraham did what? Called on the name of the Lord. That is what he should have done before. But then he went into Egypt. His wife was taken. God had to intervene. When he finished, he says, my wife, let's go back. Then he went back to where he called upon the name of the Lord. Then he found, he found the, the tent there, the altar, and he called upon the name of the Lord. Let verse 5. And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks, heads, and tents. Make sure you are paying attention. Hmm. Go to verse 8. You know the story, so I don't want to bore you with a lot of reading. Verse 8. Now this time, they've, they've come back to the tent. Now they've started prospering. They had too much that the land could not contain them. So they said they want to separate now. So verse 8. And Abraham said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, because their servants were now fighting. Lot's servants and Abraham's servants were now fighting. Lot was a very foolish man. The, your uncle who hears from God, your servants are fighting with his servants. What are you supposed to do? Call your servants and say, you are fighting with my uncle. No. He allowed the fight. When he, then Abraham came. This is how you know someone that God is with. No strife. And Abraham said unto Lot, let there be no strife. I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my headsmen and thy headsmen, for we be brethren. Your uncle is calling you brethren. You are, you are agreeing. The one, the, your man of God, you see, he's your, he's your man of God because he hears God. You never heard God, but you are prospering. Come on, think about it. You are prospering. You never heard a single voice from God. All you are hearing, your uncle said, let's go left, you go left. Let's go right, go right. And you are prospering. Your headsmen are fine with the headsmen. You're supposed to rebuke them. But Abraham, he said, no, we'll be brethren. He agrees. Lord say yes, we'll be brethren. Next verse. Is it not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will take, to, I will go to the right. What a man Abraham was. He didn't want to fight with his, his nephew. He said, don't worry. Go to, if you take the left, I'll take the right. He didn't say, you know, I'm your uncle. Now, we are separating you. Go here. He said, no, let's, we'll be brethren. Don't let us fight. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. The, the consciousness. Or if thou depart to the right, then I'll go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes. Now, pay attention. The reason I said Abraham started Lot's problems. And Lot lifted up his eyes. And behold, all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. Abraham took Lot to Egypt. He now saw something. Lot has now seen what life should be. He has seen what life should look like. Before he was just following his uncle. Now he's thinking without a Ferrari, he has not made it. He has seen Egypt. So when he was choosing, what was in his mind? Egypt. Lift your right hand. Hmm. Pray in the Holy Ghost. His, what, what he saw, what he saw, what he saw, what he saw is now his problem. What he saw in Egypt is now his problem. There are people today, their whole life, their whole life now, God is under attack from them because of something they have seen. It has nothing to do with God's plan for their life. But now they want to achieve it. They want to get it. They want to be it because they have seen something. They have either seen their sister or seen their brother or seen their uncle 
or seeing a friend having it, holding it, they are now looking at their life. They are not thinking about what God brought them to the world to do again. They are now looking at my life. The, the only way they will rate their, that they are successful or God is doing well for them or God is with them is by what that thing they want to achieve. Like the land of Egypt. But Lot has gotten into trouble now. Now you see, go to verse 11. When Abraham said this, Lot would have said, Abraham, you are the one who hears from God. Choose for me. No, he looked at the better part. He looked at the good part. He said, Uncle, this is my part. But that was the beginning of all his problems. This is why Lot did not become a hero of faith. Then Lot chose him. He chose for himself all the plain of Jordan and journeyed east. And they separated themselves, the one from the other. Next verse. And Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain. Now hold on. People think that Lot was first of all living, he was first living in Sodom and Gomorrah. Not true. You are shocked. It didn't start like that. You see, going, uh, 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 taking a detour back into the world is not one thing like this. Going out of destiny. No, no, no. Lot did not immediately come out of uh, uh, Abraham and say he's going to live in Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me tell you one of the reasons. One of the reasons why I couldn't have done that was because in Sodom, when you enter, the way they initiate into the city is by rape. Yeah. Yeah. They rape you. Then you are now part of the city. Lot, I'm not thinking he was interested. So, where he dwelt, now look at it again. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, not in Sodom. He dwelt in the cities of the plain. Now, you see something there. And pitched his tent towards Sodom. Remember in Genesis chapter 12, when Abraham was pitching his tent, he pitched it towards the house of God. Lot pitched his tent. Now, I want to explain this to you. In architecture, when they say you are building your house, one of the things they look at is the view. What is your view? So when he pitches tent, that means when he views from his tent, he sees Sodom. When Abraham was pitching his tent, Abraham pitched his tent against the house of God. When Lot was pitching his tent, he pitched against Sodom. So when he wakes up, even though the Bible called Lot a righteous man, when he wakes up, his view is Sodom. His view is sinfulness. He was a righteous man, but anytime he wakes up, what he's looking at is sin. His tent was against Sodom. He looked at everything that was not right. He looked at everything that was not correct. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. Every time he wakes up, that is his view. Every time he wakes up, that is his view. He doesn't know that he was in his way there. If you keep looking at it, you are going there. What you don't want, you don't watch. The guy's life is about to change. He was okay with his uncle. His life is about to change now. He pitched his tent. He was dwelling in the cities of the plain. And everything he's looking at is the world. He's looking at the world system. He's looking at the world system of success. You know, then he's not thinking about what God is thinking about. He's looking at the world system. He's looking about how Sodom is green. How Sodom is flourishing. Some people's businesses in Sodom is what is inspiring him. He's inspired by the people of Sodom. The people of Sodom are his role models now. As role models now, how can you believe? You will seek honor one from another. Not the honor that comes from God only. 
can you believe? If you can close your eyes and look at the things God has done for you, if you use the lenses of the scriptures, you will know that you're actually doing well. You will know that you're actually doing well. But you have pitched your tent against Sodom. So everything God is doing looks like he has done nothing. Go back there. So what does it mean to pitch your tent against Sodom? Lot is not in Sodom. But guess what? He is also not with Abraham. So where is he? He's on the border. He is, he is in between Abraham and Sodom. He is not with Abraham. He is not with Sodom. He's on the border. We play gospel music in the morning and full in the evening. We are all Christians. Lot. You are Lot. He's a Christian. He's a Christian. But if laws are passed in a particular direction that God is against, leave people to be. Leave people to be. Don't judge anybody. Leave them alone. We all sin differently. You never heard it? You never heard we all sin differently? Ah, I said we all sin differently. I told you the story of <laughs> my friend's wedding. And the problem was not my friend. It's the, <laughs> I think it's the, the, the people who planned the wedding. But <laughs> you cannot do that to me. You cannot hijack me. I like my friend, Pastor True South. On his wedding day. Have I told the story? On his wedding day. I've told the story. On his wedding day. Eh? On his wedding day. I was telling to his church. On his wedding day, he's dancing with his wife. Then the DJ mistakenly played. Not mistakenly. I, I knew that the DJ was tired of playing gospel song the whole day. So he added peace quick. Testimony. 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 True left his wife. Went straight to the DJ. Shouted on him. Why are you playing this song? It is on record. Everybody remembers it. That in his wedding, he left his wife. <laughs> he went correct a DJ. Now, some of you might think, ah, you wow, are doing this thing. No. We'll come to that. You see, consecration is in levels. God selected Israel. They were different. It's a level of consecration. They were away from the world. But in Israel, there was Levi. They were consecrated from Israel. From Levi, there was the house of Aaron. Among the house of Aaron, there was Aaron and his sons. And there was Aaron himself. Consecration is in levels. I know where I am. I know where I am in my consecration. My consecration with God. If I have a birthday party, you play gospel song, or you go out. Because if I play secular music, I cannot do an altar call. If I cannot do an altar call, I'm doing something wrong. Oh, pastor, is it everywhere we do altar call? Yes. You know, what, you, what, what people don't know is that when the people of the world look at you, eh, most of the time, they are watching to see if you will stand with your conviction. I'll tell you the same. I'll use the same Pastor True South to explain. The one who planned his wedding, the wedding planner, was the same person who planned Buari's daughter's wedding. I mean, to tell you that she is a big person who plans different things. 
when you see the comments she made, because you know they post those things on Instagram, those wedding planners, and it even came on Bella Niger. Post, he said, he said, I was. This is the wedding planner speaking. He told him, he said, I have been to many, many events of so-called Christians and pastors. He said, they play gospel in the beginning, and later will tie it down. So he said, so I said, he told him, he said, I saw, I thought you would be one of them. He said, for the first time, I've seen someone who's stuck to what he believes. So they are watching. They will be the same ones who tell you, oh, just do it. Just do it. There's no anything. But in their mind, they are checking to see, will he stick with God? Will he stay with God? Cannot do it all. Is there anything wrong with the secular music? No. Of course, maybe, maybe there's something wrong. But I said consecration is in levels. <laughs> Someone asked me a question. You see, there's a glory, there's a holiness of God. There's a glory of God that comes into a place when there's, a, there's consecration. Lot. How Lot did not become a hero of faith, even though he was following the father of faith. Abraham is called the father of faith. If you have already attended a wedding and you already played, don't think, I'm not judging you, I'm just, let's move forward from there. You just, you, uh, no. uh, it, I'm not even necessarily attacking a wedding. I'm, I'm, you know, it's just an example of, so you get how to apply it, right? Yeah. You are doing birthday party. Oh, say, it's just a birthday party. It's a, it's a birthday party. I don't know. I, I don't know which DJ. If I'm having a birthday party, I, I don't know which DJ will play. I, he has not been born, I'm telling you. Hey, and I'll let him play it. I know some Christians, this thing I'm saying, I know some people might not agree or they will say, uh, I know some two Christians, I don't I won't mention their name, two Christians. There are two brothers who were married on the same day. On their wedding, they are all church people who, on their wedding, they took phone, uh, uh, Mike, and said, has the alcohol got into everybody? Or say, hey. <laughs> or say, has everyone gotten the alcohol? This one will not be church, or this one will not be church. Hey. They are Christians, so. If I mention the names of people, you will be shocked. <laughs> and this, I should, went, I should mention, he wants to be shocked. Lots. Verse 18. We're in Genesis chapter 13, verse 18. 13, verse 18. And Abraham removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. You never hear that Lot built an altar. He's a cruising guy. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, when you make decisions as a Christian, as a leader, God expects you to put other Christians into consideration. Look at Numbers chapter 32, verse 5. Numbers 32, verse 5. Can we read it together? One, two, go. 
continue. Continue. Now hold on. He says, he said, he told the children of Reuben and God. Now, this evening, with what I'll share, I'm sure I'll, I'll go in this direction. He told the children of Reuben and God. He said, the brethren are going to all you are sitting here. And why is he telling them to go? Why is he insisting they go? He said, the brethren are going to all you are sitting here. Why is he insisting they go? He said, because when you don't go, you will discourage the heart of your brethren. That one day that you said you are not going to church, do you know what they did to somebody's Christianity? Because sometimes you don't know. That one day, you said, ah, today I'm, I'm not feeling like going to church. Somebody has been looking at you, watching you, saying, hey, this lady's Christianity there. Hey. One day, one day, I'll be like her. One day, one day, ah, she's my role model. One day, one day, one day, one day. Then one day, you said, today I'm not feeling like The person came, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Before she knows by 8, 9, your Uber has come, you are going. Now she's looking at you, you are sleeping. Ah. Oh, she's going for second service. She's looking at you. You didn't go. She looked at you. Charlie, let's see now. Senna is not really serious like that. What have you done? You have discouraged the heart of your brethren. You have discouraged the heart. Let me tell you, there are some, there are some things... I, I stick to and I stay on doing because of you. So even when I'm not feeling like it, I have to appear in church. Why? Because if you ever hear, Pastor Enoch said he cannot come today because his ear is paining him. Think about it. Look, look at this scenario too. Maybe, you know, let me just use Matska night again. Maybe it's Matska night again and the police came and they start running away. When they come, tell them I'm not the pastor of the church. <laughs> Discourage the heart of your brethren. Everybody will look there and say, ah. <laughs> Remember the day you guys came to the house? You do. You were discouraged. I told them, go. I went to pray. I said them a word. They were encouraged. Everywhere they were going, I was going. I was going. That morning, I, I said, move the car. I said, let's, move, let's meet over here. They were going to police because I moved the car. We met over there. I was, you know, don't discourage the hearts of your people. They know you to be a Christian. Stand, stand in the area. You cannot produce if you are not a good Christian. You're not, you cannot produce results if you're not a good Christian. So let's attack, let's tackle this. Let's tackle some of these things. Elijah said, why do you halt between two opinions? You are still, you are still on the border, lots. Here he's not with Abraham. Here he's not in Sodom. So he's not a bad guy who, but he's in it. And let me tell you, some of those people are the most difficult people to ever deal with. Because Jesus Christ said, it's better you are even cold. It's better you are in Sodom so that we can pray for you. 
It's better you are in Sodom so that we can pray for you. Or you are with Abraham, you know that you are safe. But you are in the middle. We don't know whether you are in Sodom or you are with Abraham. You are in the middle. You pitch a tent and you made your view Sodom. Why didn't you make your view your uncle? Lot. Lot. No wonder nobody name is child Lot. Nobody. <laughs> nobody give birth and say that my child shall be called Lot. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, that Charlotte, Charlotte is not for that. <laughs> ah. Oh, I want, to, I want to be known as a hero of faith. Sticking with God. When the world turns back on God, they'll come and see me with God. Stay with God. Hero of faith. Check out the heroes of faith. They had to defy the world to be with God. There's a verse I, I, I read. He said, of whom the world was not worthy. See, the world was not worthy of these guys. Can, can, you, imagine the, can, can you imagine such a statement that the world was not worthy of them? Come on. Some of us, the world is not worthy of us. It's not worthy of us. Because we have turned our back on everything. How great the chasm that lay between us. How high the mountain I could not climb in desperation. I turned to heaven, spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness thrown to the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to bear my shame and bear my shame. Cross has spoken, I am forgiven. The King of Kings calls me his own. Beautiful Savior, I'm yours forever. Jesus Christ, my living hope. How great the chasm that lay between us. How high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living hope. <laughs> Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory. 
to bear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken, I am forgiven. The King of Kings calls me his own. Beautiful Savior, I'm yours forever. Jesus Christ, my living Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in David said, he said, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. I'd rather sweep the house of God than to be known outside as something else. I want to be a hero of faith. Genesis 19. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening. Now this time, Genesis chapter 18, God has already spoken with Abraham. If he sees this number of people, will he kill, will he destroy Sodom? God says no. He has already bargained with Abraham. But they couldn't actually reach a deal. So God has to go and destroy Sodom. So two angels go to Lot. They want to save Lot. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening, or at evening, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Hey! I thought the guy before, he was in this border. He was, hey! Now he is sitting at the gate of Sodom. What does it mean? It means he has been given a political position at Sodom. Where was he? Abraham. 
Now, border. Now, gate of Sodom. You see how he's going. Oh, this is how Lot missed it. He just kept going. He just kept declining. Before, he was with Abraham. Now, it's not really a sin. These things, I'm not doing anything bad. I'm just not really going to church, but I'm not doing anything bad. Later, you go and see him. He is advocate. Lot is now at the gate of the city, which means he's now the representative of Sodom. If you are coming to Sodom, you will see him first. But the Bible still called him a righteous man. That means he was not doing what they were doing. But hey, how did Lot get here? How did Lot get here? He's not part of them. He's not sinning with them, but he's, he's there. He's the CEO of Sodom. But he's not doing some. Oh, no, no, I only organized the party. I didn't do what they were doing. Hey, 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 hey. I only organized, the, it's my birthday party. It's all, it, it was my birthday party. Then we come to the birthday party. Yes, you were not doing the stupidity, but we came to meet people in the party, drinking and wasting, they, they, they call it, they wasted themselves. You understand? Yeah, isn't that what they call it? They want to be wasted. Yes, they are being wasted. <laughs> yeah. They are being wasted. You did not drink, but they are being wasted. You have created a Sodom and you are at the gate. Wasted. He's now in front of the gate. Oh, Sodom. Lot. So the, as the angels were coming, they saw him first. He's the representative. But the master fears God. Look at it. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening, and Lot in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. You see, he still recognized the angel. He has not become bad like them, but he's not them. Represented. And he said, Behold now, my Lord, turn in, I pray you, into my, your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and you shall rise up early, and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in, in unto him, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast, and did bake on living bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. Then no, you understand that no. <laughs> now, this was not a strange occurrence. It's what happens. So they were expecting that, Lot, you are a representative. You are the gate. If the men have come, you know the rules. You know the welcome address. You know, the, you know what goes on over here. You are supposed to hand them over to us. We initiate them into the city by raping them. But Lot, 
They're going to hide these ones. They came around about fierce. The Bible says they came from every quarter. So when the Bible says that the sin of Sodom had gone up, this is the height of it. Every, everybody was, was into Sodom. Everybody was into Sodom. So they gathered around. Hey, no. No. And they are angels. You can imagine they are fresh. Yeah, you can imagine that they are fine, fine angels. They are angels. I don't think any, any genuine angel will turn into a human being and look ugly, no. <laughs> because they have the power to turn into what they want. Ah, yeah, you look nice, you know, with, you know. <laughs> and the guys come and they just hold him. Who came up? It's a lot. Release the guys. Release the guys. The first point I gave you was what? I've actually said it in points. You didn't realize. Number one, Lot was now at the border. Number two, he has become their representative. Verse five. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if message translation can go into the message for me. This particular verse, message translation. Message, it doesn't hide, know them. No, no, no. So bring them out. Message has synonyms. They yelled to Lot, Where are the men who are staying with you for the night? Bring them out so that we can have our our what? Our hey, hey. <laughs> sports is about to go. Sports. <laughs> uh, uh, Olympics. <laughs> sports. Uh, <laughs> Give me the living Bible, the living Bible. Let's look at this verse very well because I finished. And shouted to Lord, bring out those men to us so we can rape them. Sodom. All the men who, from every quarter. Are <laughs> you thinking maybe one or two raped them? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what was going on in that city. All right, go, go. <laughs> these angels. <laughs> these angels. <laughs> Alright, go back to King James, verse 6. And Lord went out at the door to them and shut the door after him. Are you seeing what's going on? He went out and closed the door while he's trying to protect the angels. And said, I pray you, brethren, hey! <laughs> brethren? They are your brethren. <laughs> Point number three, he has blended into the system. 
They're now his brethren. He's blown into his sister. The rapists are his brethren now. But he's not doing it. But he's brethren now. He said, brethren. He said, I pray you. I pray you because I beg you. I beg you, brethren. Do not so wickedly. Please don't do this wicked thing. But they are now his brethren. He has blown into the system. Verse 8. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Hold on. When they were going out, these two daughters were actually married. How come they are married but they have not known a man? Because in Sodom, the men don't like women. They don't sleep with women. They sleep with men. So even though they are married, they've not had any spots. <laughs> Is it not message said spots? I see. His daughters are married, but no spots. I see. That's what's going on in Sodom. They are married virgins. Now, what bothers me in point eight is, in verse eight is, behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. What has happened? Now it is beyond being blended into the system. Now the system has defeated him. He is ready to give his daughters to be raped. Lot, what happened? Lot, what happened to you? Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. The system has defeated him. Righteous Lot. The system has defeated him. For therefore came they under, is that only unto these do nothing? For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back! And they said again, This one fellow came into sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? Lord, stand, stand back, stand back. Stand back. Have you tried to advise people that you are doing something they are doing before? I tell you, you, you what are you saying? Eh? Am I my friend, my friend? You are trying to advise them. Oh, let's not do this. But two, two weeks ago, you were with them in the club. And you are trying to tell, oh, please. My friend, my friend, my friend. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came into Sojourn 
and you will need to be a judge. Now we will we deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed up, saw upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Now they are ready to beat Lot and go for the men and rape them. These men must be very, very attractive. But the men put forth their hand and put Lot into the house to them and, sh- and shut to the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great. That means they were small guys, they were great. <laughs> Young boys and old guys, all of them were rapists. They are into sports. <laughs> Now, this is the shocking part. It tells you how deep they went in the evil. It struck them with blindness, both small and great, so that they worried themselves to find the door. What are you saying? Even when they were blind, they were still looking for the door. After the blindness, they were still looking for the door. (laughs) Is that what? How would they? You're asking how they'll play the sports with their eyes. <laughs> yeah, after they, 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 they still know, still we are doing it. That's how deep they were in the evil. Let's go back. Verse 12. I just want to show you something. And the men's said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons? Yeah, you see? You are son-in-law. But their two daughters are still not married. Are still not have dance posts. But, <laughs> I see. So the angel tells him, And whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, and the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Why? Because his sons-in-law are from Sodom. So they are not, you understand? They are from Sodom. They are not from him. They are from Sodom. So when he says, get up, let's go out of here. Huh? Get up, let's go out of here. God will destroy the city. They mocked him because they are from Sodom. They are not righteous men. Hmm. Verse 15. And when the morning arose, the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Look at this. Lot still did not want to go. 
The angels were, were hastening him. You see it in the next verse. The angels were, hurry up, let's go, hurry up. What's he considering? He's thinking about the possessions he has gotten. He's thinking about everything that he has gotten in Sodom. Now, Lot did not become poor. I want you to get this. When he went to Sodom, he didn't become poor. He still made money. So he could have been comparing himself to his uncle and say, ah, we're all making it. You are making it. I'm making it. But calamity is coming. He did not know calamity was coming. Look at it. Verse 16. And while he lingered, he did not want to go. At this point, Lot is not just in Sodom. Sodom is in him. And while he lingered, the men laid upon his hand, laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. Why did this happen? How did this happen? This happened because of Abraham's prayer. So while he was lingering, God had mercy on him and pulled him out. Verse hmm. 17. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Neither thou stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lord said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. He's He's, at, he's telling the angel what he will do. The angel was telling him, he said, when you leave this place, go straight to the mountain. He said, first of all, don't look behind you. He said, don't stay in the plane. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And the Lord said unto him, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant had found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy which thou hast shown unto me in saving my life, and I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. What has happened to Lot? He has become faithless. He's now talking about, ah, I will die, I will die, and I will die. I will... He has become faithless. You see, when people stop going to church, they don't know something that has started in their life. When you stay in the house of God, listen to me, when you stay in the house of God, eh, Something happens. If you had a friend who did not stay, give it some time. Three, four years. If that person comes back, it is either of these two things you come and meet. It is either he will meet you with the money for what you want to do or the faith for it. That's always the thing they don't see because faith is not something they can see with their eyes. That's what they always don't see. They still look at you as, oh, he's still in church, he's still there. He doesn't know that you are building something. By the time they come back, they realize that your vision is way ahead. So look at Lot. What has happened to him? Lot is just, ah, no, I will die. Something will happen to me. He's no longer with his father. It was his uncle who's hearing words from God that even at, at 90, he's still looking for a child. And you, his nephew, look at the things you are saying. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto, 
and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape to that. Is it not a little one and my soul shall live? He's still choosing the city. God is telling him, go to the mountain. Go and stay on the mountain. If I was Lord, I'd say, please take me back to my uncle. But shame. Shame will not allow him to go back to his uncle. Verse 25. Let's start from verse 24. And he over then, then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. The angel told them, don't look back. Don't look back. His wife looked back. So you can see something. There was something about Lot's family. Lot was thinking, I will die. He was thinking, uh, take me to a city. No, not to a mountain. I don't want to be alone. I've left things. He didn't want to leave. His wife too was thinking about all the things she has left in Sodom. Something about them. Something that happened to their faith. Because they have stopped working with God. What happened to Lot? He could not become a hero of faith. Because he considered all these things. I want to stand up and pray. speak in tongues for the next 10 minutes I just saw an angel of God right now I just saw an angel of God while I was walking up here Pray in the Holy Ghost. Lord, I'm not going to blend into the system. The system is not going to defeat me. I'm a man of faith. I'm a hero of faith. I walk with God. Oh, Shanda Baruka. Go ahead and begin to pray.
them into the system. 